The following message has been taken from the Cry Glory Media Archive. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like more information or resources, please go to www.cryglory.com.
And so there's a couple of things I want to just do as housekeeping before we go forward. Number one, you are free tonight. If that's not being made abundantly clear by the worship, you're free. Wow. If that's not being made clear, you're free. And the second thing. That these two nights is the last night tonight. But on Friday I go back to England. But Steve and the team are still here. So revival's just going to continue. So Friday night. I can't remember anything. Do you want to come and tell us about it, Steve? Because he sent me a Facebook message, but I can't read Thai. <laughs> Obviously, his Thai is much better. I know, no. วันวันอ่าวันสุกนี้นะคะเวลา <laughs> I'd like to share a little bit because I just. Why do you come to Thailand? What's your heart for Thailand? Twenty-four years ago, when I was in Bible college. Ajay Kukakusem from Aka Outreach came to America and we went to seminary together. Ajay? Ajay. So we went to seminary together. And for many years he invited me to come here. And every year something happened. And then my daughter went to Australia to do an internship. And he said, when you come to Australia, which you will, you need to come and see us. And 
And so seven years ago we came for the first time just to visit. And now every year I bring back a whole team. Last year we were here for seven weeks. And so this year I brought a large team and most of the team are all prophetic people. And we spent today up in Burma. And uh, we're just excited we're here for the Aka graduation. And so we're going to be speaking on Friday night and just releasing. Amen. Amen. And so if you know anybody that needs a, a directional word or if you know anybody that needs healing, just bring them. Um, and the other thing is, uh, I just want to read a scripture. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Because we're going to take an offering. Don't worry. <laughs> Somebody says the word offering and everybody gets very worried. <laughs> But before we take it, I just want to just give a bit of teaching around it just very briefly. Just so we can give in the right attitude. Because your giving tonight is not about you. It's not about giving to ministries, it's about giving to God. So I just um, 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And then Paul gives some really clear direction about how to give. And it's probably some of the clearest teaching you find in the New Testament about money. <laughs> He says, and this is the end of verse 5, but I want you to be a willing gift, not give them one question. But I want it to be a willing gift, not one given grudgingly. Verse 6, remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop. But the one who plants generous seeds will reap a generous crop. Really easy so far. Amen. If we sow a little, we'll reap a little. You know, when I first started talking to my wife about these things, <laughs> she, she didn't believe me. <laughs> she was just like, oh, I don't know about this, Ed. 
and we were going to get married. And so we, I counted up all the money that we had. We counted all the money we had. And I calculated the money that I would get. And we weren't going to have enough to get married. We were going to be lots of money short. So I prayed. I said, God, what do I do? And God says, you need to give. Pardon? <laughs> Say that again. You need to give. But God, I don't have enough money. Obviously, God didn't hear me. <laughs> God, I don't have enough money. What should I do? Give. I'm getting stressed. I said, okay, how much? 10,000 baht. <laughs> it's probably the, at that time the biggest amount I'd given in one time. So I'm like, well, I'm nearly married. So I need to ask my future wife about this. Because I didn't want to do it. <laughs> so if Ni says no, it's her fault. <laughs> so I talked with her about it. And she's like, I need to pray. And three days, she came back and said, okay, let's do it. <laughs> and we were like, she was like, this is crazy. But we're just going to follow God. Amen. And so we come to our wedding day. And by the end of the wedding day, all the bills have been paid. I had built a new bathroom on our house. And I had 20,000 baht left. As we give what God says to give, God will bless us. That's the truth of his word. I don't need to give tonight out of a principle. Or as Paul said, out of out of fear or be because you feel you have to. But because you feel the spirit of God saying to give. So just for, just for 20 seconds, just ask the Holy Spirit, what should I give? And 20 minutes. If, if you need 20 minutes to hear God on that, we'll pray for you later. And just, God so could say give something or he could say give nothing. Oh, just decide in your spirit right now. Just, yeah, if you just send them around now, guys. I'm just so into what you feel God is wanting to do. Because this is an opportunity 
to sow into the kingdom, to sow into the glory, and to hear God for yourself. Amen. In the you see, because it says that God loves a cheerful giver. So I never give when I'm sad. And if I feel like a preacher is trying to manipulate for money, I don't give. But when God says give, I give. Two Christmases ago, as a family, we were we were running into money trouble. And we had no Christmas presents. We had no money. We had no money for presents. It was going to be a very sad Christmas in the Hart household. <laughs> and we had 500 baht to last us a month. Now Thailand is cheap, but not that cheap. <laughs> okay, God, what do I do with my last 500 baht? No, it was a thousand baht, sorry. And God said, give 500. Okay. And then he says, ask your children what they should give. No. He's like, ask your children what they should, what they want to give. So we sat as a family and I explained what we're going to do and I explained why we're going to do it and I says, what does the Holy Spirit tell you to give? And they stretched their minds as much as they could and they went, 50 baht and I went, is that a lot of money for you? <laughs> oh yes, thank you. <laughs> I says, no, no, don't think about what's a lot of money for you. Ask God what you should give. And by the time we'd, by the time we'd finished, we had no money left. <laughs> But as a family, we lay hands on it. And we sow it into someone's life. Why do I say so? I'm not giving it. I want to get something back. I'm planting a seed. We've got farmers in Chiang Rai. You know, you plant your seed. And you eat what you come off the seed. So we did. And nothing happened. For three days. I was getting slimmer and slimmer and slimmer. And then someone who didn't really know me at all rings up and says, I want to send you 30,000 baht. 
You know, this is not a Farang thing. You know, lots of Farang talk about giving. This is a kingdom thing. And that's how God has provided for me and my family for two and a half years. No job. Just hearing his voice and sowing when God tells us to sow. Now when I say to my wife, let's give. She gets excited. Yes, okay, yes, how much? Because once you start to see this work, it gets addictive. But the secret is to give what God says to give. So I just want to pray of what you've sown tonight. Because what I'm doing is receiving your seed you've sown. So I can agree with you that there'll be a harvest to come. So Father God, I thank you for those that have sown tonight. And I pray there would be a harvest on what they have sown. I pray Father would be increase. And tonight we challenge the spirit of poverty. และในค่ําคืนนี้เรากําลังท้าทายกับวิญญาณแห่งความยากจน and say that we are not a part of a poor kingdom และเราจะประกาศว่าเราไม่ได้เป็นส่วนของอาณาจักรแห่งความยากจน but we are a part of a kingdom whose streets are made of gold แต่เราเป็นอาณาจักรของเราเป็นส่วนหนึ่งของอาณาจักรที่ถนนเต็มไปด้วยทองคํา I declare that tonight we're happy givers ลูกขอประกาศในค่ําคืนนี้ผู้ที่หวานด้วยความสุขใจยินดี and we look for a harvest in Jesus name และเรารอคอยคาดหวังการเก็บเกี่ยวในนางเทศกิจ Amen 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 Praise God I've never received a clap of an offering before That's weird มันดูแปลกไหม Oh, clapping is over. Okay, yeah, okay, maybe. Now, praise God. <laughs> Earlier this year, we ran a kingdom finance school. With our good friends in May Lao, Ajahn Artit in this church. And it was the first one we ran in Thailand. And I was really frightened. Because I'm putting myself out there to believe something not everybody believes. But the testimonies we've had back. It's been incredible. How people have been set free to hear God. How needs are being met within the church. Because suddenly everyone's looking to God. Amen. Amen. If you don't believe that tonight, I'm sorry. You can wake back up now. Yeah. 
Praise God. Let's just pray for it. Let's pray one more time. Father God, I just thank you for your presence tonight, Father. That we're part of an unshakable kingdom tonight. That we're part of a kingdom that is, is not does not shake within the world. That countries rise and fall, but your kingdom remains. And we stand secure. Not in our nationalities. But in the blood in our veins. As the family of God in this place. United as one. Under the banner of your love, Lord. Under the love for Chiang Rai. The love for your people. And the love for the world. I thank you, Father. You're a great big God. And you're a good, good Father. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Before we started tonight, เอ่อมองก็ถามว่าคืนนี้เราจะทําอะไรกันดีว่าจะเริ่มต้นในค่ําคืนนี้เอ่อมองก็ถามว่าคืนนี้เราจะทําอะไรกันดีว่าจะเ
when the Romans thought they owned the world. At the peak of their power and their arrogance. It all came to an end. Why? Because God wants to be the one that has his hand on history. To show the world there is only one kingdom that is secure. And that's his kingdom. That's his dominion. It's his reign. I was reading the news this afternoon from my country. And I got more depressed. And more angry. I switched off Google in the end. Like, no. But you know, it doesn't matter. Because though darkness cover the earth, and though deep darkness the people, that's an opportunity for his glory. So because it looks really bad right now, I can hope in God. Amen? See, because our strength, our strength comes from Him and His kingdom. Amen? Your strength tonight comes from the kingdom of God. An eternal kingdom. And you are a part of that kingdom. That you may go to church. But you are a part of the kingdom first. You know, you may be a Pentecostal, a Baptist, a Lutheran. Don't really care, to be honest. Because we're all kingdom. We all have the same blood running through our veins. Yes. Amen. Because we have we have one Father. And so when I look at you tonight, when I look at my good friend Ashen Rakit, I can see my dad looking back at me. And I can see my brother Jesus looking back at me. Because we have one Father. Amen. Because we're, we're kingdom first. Kingdom first. Not UK first. Not Thailand first. Not America first. But kingdom first. Kingdom first. It says in the book of Galatians. Remember the time when you were Gentiles. Were Gentiles. So I'm no longer a Gentile. Because in Christ there is no American or English. Or Thai or Myanmar. 
there is just one in Christ Jesus. Amen. You know, that's why I can walk through the, the streets of Thailand. And I can see my dad looking back at me. I don't know whether they've prayed the prayer. I don't know whether they've become a Christian or prayed a prayer. But I can still see my father's image looking back at me. Because everybody I meet is made in the image of God. Some of that image has been covered over by sin. But they're still my father's children. Amen. See, that's why we can call the gold out in people. See the best. Because I'm not looking at your outside. I'm not listening to what you're saying. I'm listening to what the Father says about you. I'm asking the Father to show me what He sees in you. That's why we can love people. Not because we try. I'm going to really love that. I'm going to love them. But if I start to see them as Christ made them, and see them according to the spirit. Suddenly I can love everybody really easily. See, Paul said, I know no man after the flesh. Right. But after the spirit. It's who you are in your spirit, man, that's the real you. Your sin, your mess-ups, your shames, forgotten, dealt with, because Jesus says, Jesus says, it is finished. You were forgiven 2,000 years ago. You were born again in Christ 2,000 years ago. In fact, it goes beyond that. Yes. It says in Revelation that Jesus was slain before the foundation of the world. Before you sinned, before Adam screwed up, 
God already had the answer. Your sin is not a problem to God. He already paid the price. Because if any man be in Christ, they are a new creation. Because all things are passed away. Behold. All things are made new. That's the gospel. That's why people want Jesus. We can try to threaten people into hell. You need to get your life right. If you died tonight, where would you be? What a depressing message. <laughs> My Bible says it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. It's His goodness. When people see how much God loves them, that He died for them. Because their heavenly Father says, I want to rescue my children. How could you not become a Christian when you hear the gospel like that? Our churches are empty because we have the wrong message and we got no power. Because our kingdom is not a matter of talk, but of power. And what greater power is there than the power of love? See, as a parent, you can beat your child into submission if you want. See, I was a I was a terrible child. <laughs> and no matter how much my mom beat me, I could take a beating really good. It didn't last long. It's, I just, it's okay. It's okay. I can take it. <laughs> so then my mom had to think creatively. How can I express my heart to my son? So I convert his heart, not his behavior. See, God doesn't want to change your behavior. Good news. He wants to change your heart. Because if you if you capture the heart of someone, you'll do anything for them. That's right. We'll do anything for love. And if we can let the world see this love. For God so loved 
the world he gave. He gave. See, I love the gospel. See, the true gospel never gets old. Because every day I see something new and deeper in it. Because when I look in the mirror, I have to remind myself that's Jesus looking back at me. และผมก็ต้องย้ําเตือนตัวเองอยู่เสมอค่ะผมถูกสร้างขึ้นมาจากผ้าฉายของพระเจ้าผมทุกสร้างขึ้นมาจากผ้าฉายของพระเจ้า
แล้วเมื่อมีคนพยายามที่จะลองแล้วก็บอกว่าเอ้ยเนี่ยมันไม่ได้ผลโอ้ Come as you are. Oh, welcome to the first series of uh, meetings. Uh, here we are. Here's your packet. <laughs> yeah, and change needs to come to our lives. <laughs> I need a double portion of change. But this message over here should be the same as over here. There's not the gospel for the Christians and the gospel for the unbelievers. There's one gospel. And it says, come and have a radical encounter with God. And allow that to change your life. See, the word repentance, we've made this a word of a, I will repent now. Oh God, I'm really, really sorry. Oh, I feel really bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not repentance. I grew up in a Pentecostal tradition. So in our church, repentance was how much you cried at the altar. And if you left enough tears on the altar, that was true repentance. But repentance doesn't happen there. It happens here. The word repentance is a, is a Greek word. Yeah. And it just means to change after. Change after. See, when I have an encounter with Jesus, I can't help but change. See, if I try to change, I may succeed for a day, or a, a month, or six months. But if the change is coming from, I will do, it's not going to last. Me, it maybe lasts 12 hours. Terrible, terrible. But now I just throw myself on the mercy of God. God, convert my heart. Oh God, I need a revelation of your love again. Show me Jesus again. And when I see him again, 
แล้วเมื่อผมได้เห็นอีกครั้งหนึ่ง Martin Luther said, "I need to hear the gospel every day because I forget it every day." Amen. I forget. Just how much God loves me. How much He He cares for me. So I need to hear it again. And 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 again. Until suddenly one day, I go, Oh, he really does love me. And suddenly my heart is converted and changed. Am I saying there's no responsibility? Not as much as you've been told. Let's put it that way. Your responsibility. Is not to try to change yourself. But to throw yourself at the mercy of God. On the goodness of God. And say, God, change me. Because I cannot change myself. God, save me. Because if you can save yourself, if you can change yourself, why did he have to die? It's because we can't. And so we say, God save me. And we have abandoned ourselves to his grace. Because I know He loves me. And He loves me. Because 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 He loves me. For no other reason. That He just loves me. And you. See, I bit, when I got married, I became a dad to two kids. And why do I love them? Because they're good in school. Because they're good in school. Because they tell me jokes that make me laugh. Because they do things for their mom. No. I just love them. Because I love them. Because I love them. Because I just love them. How can I not love them? Look at sleeping in the bed. And I just love them. And sometimes their behavior goes up and sometimes down. But they're just like me then. When my mom first came to Thailand two years ago for my wedding, and me and Nid only been together about four or five months. And I was like, oh, I just it's just so hard. You know, I, I didn't want to be a dad, and here I am, I'm dad now. 
And I was feeling a frustration. And she said, Do you know what, Ed? Yeah. You know, Tim, Tim is a Thai version of you when you were a kid. Tim is just like you when you were a kid. Just like you. Just like me. โอ้เหมือนผมเหรอโอ้ซ่อนเราสุดยอดเราสามจริงๆเด็กคนนี้แต่ตอนนี้ผมสามารถมองเห็นตัวผมเองผ่านทางเขาแต่ตอนนี้
ว่าสถานการณ์ของครอบครัวฝ่ายธรรมชาติของคุณเป็นอย่างไร Every place you've been disappointed. God is the opposite. Just think of a place you've been disappointed in. Where you've been let down by a father or a mother. God is the opposite of that. He's the opposite. And he loves you. Because he loves you. <laughs> because he loves you. Yeah. Because he loves you. You see, it's an encounter with his love. That's going to change you. And change the world. You can learn all the theology you want. You can memorize the whole of the Bible. You can become the greatest prophet Thailand has ever seen. But if you have not love, you're nothing. You're a noise. It's love the world wants. Yes. It's love the world wants. And he wants to get it. They want it. They want it. They're desperate for love. And God loved us first. And from that place of being loved first, we can love other people. Because for so long I felt abandoned by my father. And I realized that was a lie I was believing. Because God never left me. Though all forsake you, the Lord is my light and my salvation. I shall not be afraid. See, if revival is anything, if revival is anything, revival is an encounter with love. And the signs and those wonders and this joy. And it all comes from love. A love so deep. A love so wide. That no devil in hell can keep you from it. Praise God. See his love. How can we can't escape it? Apart from in one place. Here. And we can choose to believe that God doesn't love us. Well, God doesn't love me because. Oh, God doesn't love me because. 
And we've all got those reasons. Yeah. Right. Amen. Right. But every day I've got to say, God, I choose to believe you love me. Because you died for me. What greater love could God show you dying on a cross? Just think about that. The immortal God. The God who was the Alpha and the Omega, no beginning, no end. Dies. Right. Horrible. He was immortal. And he died a death. Why? So we can stop believing the lie. That we can realize we have a father who is in heaven. You see, when the prodigal son came home, he came home for selfish reasons. He came home because he was hungry. He had no money. He had no friends. But okay, I know my dad's a good guy. So I'll go and work for him. Talk about abusing grace. Misusing grace. See, that idea isn't true. If, if grace can be misused, then it's not grace. Now, he, the son had to reap consequences. Consequences of his action. And the consequences. No money. No friends. Broken relationships all around him. There were consequences. But he says, I will go to my father. It says that he came to himself. He had a revelation. Oh, my dad's a good dad. And he didn't come home with a pure heart. But it's not, it's not the point. The point is he came home. He doesn't care why you come home. He just cares that you do. He cares that you do. Amen. He just wants you home. But there were two prodigal sons in that story. There was the lost son who went out of the house. 
and there was the lost son in the house. Wow. You've never given me anything. And this son of yours comes back and you throw a party. Son, everything I have is yours. You could have taken what you needed any time. He was in the house and still lost. Put in your bicycle. Put in your bicycle into a garage won't turn it into a car. Put in a bicycle into a garage. Won't turn it into a car. <laughs> it really wasn't worth the effort, was it? Never mind. <laughs> Just because you come to church, that doesn't make you a Christian. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just because you have a membership to a church doesn't mean you have a membership in heaven. But thank God for mercy. Wow. <laughs> so wide. <laughs> so deep. <laughs> and the Father says, I don't care why you come home. Just come. And what does the Father do? He sits the son down. We need to have a serious conversation, son. Now you made some really big mistakes. You know, and, and we, there's got to be you. You really disappointed me. I really feel hurt. You really brought dishonor to this family. There was no I told you so speeches. No speeches say I told you so. No, oh well, haha, you serve you right. <laughs> no judgment. There was just a great big party. Praise the Lord. The best food. Yes. All the lab moo you can eat. <laughs> Or whatever you like. And celebration through the night. Yeah. Because the son came home. <coughs> See, that's why I love the gospel. Wow. It's simple. Wow. It's just we that have made it more hard. <laughs> Our Father, who art in heaven. Holy is your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Right here. 
Praise you. <laughs> so I just want to, let's just pray. I've said a lot. But you're not going to see me for six months, so you know. <laughs> stand with me. Let's just pray. You know, because tonight I just believe God wants to give a baptism of love. He wants you to encounter His love. He wants you to drop you into the depths of His love. And drown all your fear in His love. Yes. That song said, I'm no longer a slave to fear. Yeah. But I am a child of God. I am a child of God. I'm no longer. Which means we were. But I'm no longer. No longer. You're no longer a slave to fear, sin, shame, He who the Son sets free is free. You are free tonight. The lie is that you think you're not free. Yeah. You're free. Yeah. If his blood was not enough, then you're not. <laughs> if his blood is not enough, then you are not free. But if you believe the blood of Jesus is enough, his sacrifice is enough, then he who the Son sets free is free indeed. And the only thing we need is a change of mind so we can see the extravagant love of God. Because it says in Galatians that you were enemies in your mind toward God. People, Saul on the road to Damascus. Thought he was an enemy of God. And he had lived his life as an enemy of God. His identity was in he was an enemy of the church of God. Then he met Jesus. And Jesus says, No, you're an apostle to the Gentiles. I want to reveal my son in you. The revelation we need tonight is a revelation of the Son of God that dwells within you. Because that will break all 
bondages of the mind. Tonight is just that I believe just a baptism of love. You know, we could prophesy over you, we could do we could we could do some miracles. But nothing is more important than knowing that God loves you. And not just knowing in our intellectual way. But to have an encounter with that love. An encounter. That changes our thinking. ที่จะเปลี่ยนแปลงความคิดของเราเปลี่ยนความคิดของเราแล้วเพราะผมต้องการสิ่งนั้นในค่ำคืนนี้ผมต้องการสิ่งนั้นในค่ำคืนนี้
This is not Olivia. Yeah. This is this is
มีข้อผิดพลาดที่จะใหญ่กว่าความรักของพระเจ้าได้
ความพยายามของคุณจะไม่สัมพันธ์อีกต่อไปแล้ว Just receive. 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 คุณไม่มีบาปนะคุณก็คงไม่ต้องการว่าคุณของเราหรอกแต่ดังนั้นสิ่งเดียวที่ทานนำคุณเข้าไปสู่พระเจ้านี่แหละคือคุณสมบัติเดียวของคุณที่จะนำคุณเราเฉลิมฉลองในสวรรค์ดังนั้นอย่าเชื่อคำโกความรู้สึกของคุณแต่ให้ย้ำเตือนตัวเองเสมอฉันเป็นที่รักพระองค์รักฉันพระองค์รักฉันพระองค์รักฉันพระองค์รักฉันและจากจุดนั้นแหละการฟื้นฟูที่ยิ่งใหญ่ทั้งทั้งทั้งประเทศไทย
share this message. You will change your world. And then you will do great things for God. Because you love. Because you are born to the destiny. Because you are sons of the Spirit.
Thank you.